Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Pug Flavor and my co-host. Tressa Michener. Tressa Michener, and we are the Brother and Sister Podcast. And like I said, we have a very special guest today, our very own Tressa Michener, here to talk about her book. I had a chance to read the book. It's, a, it's so amazing. The book is so amazing. It had brought tears to my eyes. I'm not saying this because I know you. I'm saying this because I mean it from the bottom of my heart. The book is amazing. So um, just tell them a little little bit about the book, Tressel. Well, it talks about the exceptional trials, tribulations, bad choices, the things we went through as a child, uh, the things that we could prevent, the things that we could not prevent, a lot of the things that are the inedible that end up happening through life. Just to let everybody know, I wrote this book because I was truly inspired by God to write this book so that you know it will help others and bring others a sense of knowing that no matter what it's never too late to recreate and reimagine your future that you can purpose have purpose in your life plans in your life even when you failed made bad choices all those type things you can come and and turn all of that around amazing amazing so what what inspired you to write the book i mean what how did that come about so you know i i basically had you know was inspired from within from God to write this book and you know it was just in me and it was just like a, a earn a, a unction it was just like a major unction to get this book written and get it out for others to understand that you know you have a purpose in life God has a plan for you and he will turn things around but it takes application application of the word because I constantly tell people when I was going through my situation I didn't know the law I didn't know the Lord and you know just learning you know the lord was the main key and the main purpose for everything in my life and once that happened he just began to turn everything around now i know that you was when you were reading the book when you was locked up like did you like it inspired you in prison did the book come about while you was in prison to write it or when you came home how, how did that tell us about that well when i was in prison you know i i would constantly keep seeing myself speaking on stages Right. And I couldn't figure out, you know, why I kept seeing myself speaking on these stages. And when I got home, it was in my spirit. And it, it's, it's, it's something that just happened that I saw an actual vision of me writing this book. And so I actually put started typing it and it was like a download from the Holy Spirit. And I just um, or oh, I considered an upload because God said he's within. So it was just like an upload. And I had a book written in two weeks and when like you read it and other people read it it was just like how did you do this and, I, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you when you read this book you will not be able to put it down until you finish reading it and that's how it was like it was like five o'clock that morning i'm still like this five more minutes five more minutes until i read the whole book so that that i'm not a big reader but i read that whole <laughs> book all the way through i mean like it was so amazing um and you know just like when i wrote the book how you know, CBN 700 Club got a copy of the first book I had wrote, and they immediately, you remember when they came mm -hmm. uh, to the house, and they wanted to uh, feature this uh, book right then. They wanted to know about this story, they so they recorded it, and that's how I made it to the 700 Club. And like I said, also, like, the how how did it come about? Like, you got the bestseller, like, the new Hollywood bestseller. I mean, it was it just took off before you know it. Like it happened so fast, and it's steady going now. You're getting calls every day to speak at different places. I mean, I think that's really amazing. Well, I think that all came from obedience, and 
you know, sometimes when you you're you're doing your work, in other words, your right. work for the Lord, sometimes you're going in a different direction than other people see because they don't see what you're seeing. Right. And what you're seeing is you're being guided by God and sometimes you make a different turn than what looks normal to other people. So they say you shouldn't do that or shouldn't do that. But I guarantee you when you do what you know, your inner spirit, your inner man, what God tells you to do, you always become successful. Right. Now, how long, how long, you know, you was locked up, how long was you locked up before, you know, you thought about this book? I mean, how long was you locked up before you came home? Well, so, of course, I don't want to tell all the stuff about the book, <laughs> all the juicy parts, right. but, you know, when I went through what I went through and, you know, being immediate release, um, because I had constantly knew that this was going to happen in my life because I had, you know, I was believing and trusting in God. You know, everybody knows how the sentence was cut in half. My my life changed just in a split second where they just called me on the phone and said, your judge, you know, reduced your sentence so low. You got 30 minutes to get off our compound. I I love, I'm going to cut you off. I'm sorry, but I love that part when you said, like, when you went to prison, it wasn't like going to prison. It was like going to Bible college. like. And it it was paid for by the federal government, I thought. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because I created my own environment. I created my own atmosphere in jail and in prison because all I did was study the Bible because I was chasing for truth. I wanted to know what really was true because I had always heard um, so many things about God and different things. But when I picked up the Bible and started reading, I started reading and realize that half the stuff that people tell you about God is not true. When I read the book, I realized the book, when I mean, when I say book, I mean, I'm saying the Bible. Mm -hmm. When I read the Bible, I realized that this God loved me. He loved me beyond my comprehension. So this was one thing that kept me reading the Bible from front to back, front to back. And just like I said, when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit in a jail cell, when he came in my cell, when I heard the wind to come in there, after all of these things happened where he showed me who he really was, because you know I didn't know nothing about God. You know I was totally, a totally different person. Yeah. But when all of these things transpired, all I wanted to do was help and teach somebody else. Now, before you left... <laughs> We used to argue like crazy, but we we back friends <laughs> five minutes later. So yeah. it was like when when I talked to you back then, it was like you know we'll be arguing or something. Or, but when you came home, it was a whole nother person. And it was like, hey, trust us, 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 and it was like you say about two or three words. I'm like, wait, hold on, it's something different here. Right, it wasn't the same person. It was like when you spoke then, it was like. It, it, it held a lot of weight and like in right. the whole process, the whole transformation for me to witness that, you know, that was really amazing to hold the whole, like the book and your actions all went hand in hand. You know, it was, it was hand in hand with everything. Like what you said, what you spoke is what you did. You know, and I noticed that you walk the walk when you talk the talk, you know, whatever you talk and say, you walked and did, yeah. you know, and I thought that was that was really impressive. Um, yeah, and that's that's one thing we as followers of Christ need to do because we get a bad rap because, you know, we talk one one thing and we walk another. And I always said, even in prison, allow your feet to go in the same direction as your mouth, right? Because we representing Christ. But the thing is, I was so filled up with His Spirit and who He was that it was no longer me. 
So when you heard me talk and when you heard me speak in church or you heard me, uh, it was a totally different person. It was a transformation because God tells us in Romans 12, 1 and 2, to renew your mind according to the word that he may prove what is the good and acceptable will of God. So if your mind is not renewed, you can't prove what that God's will is an ex acceptable will that he has for you. But mm -hmm. when he comes in your life, he does the transforming work because when I'm in jail, I had flip flops, cornrows, no makeup, the jailhouse uniform, but yet God came in that cell with me, baptized me in the Holy Spirit and filled me up and began, gave me a whole new prayer language speaking in tongues. So I tell my story because I want everyone to know that God loves you. And if he would come in a jail cell where I am, right. he'll come right there where you are right now. If you call on him, and if you believe on him, if you trust him, and if you're sincere in your heart, he will show up. Right. And I also love a part in the book when you said, um, like, you can have all the riches in the world, but you felt so empty. Yeah. Can you kind of speak on that a little bit? Absolutely. So, of course, you know, before I went home, when, before I went to prison, you know, the home <laughs> I had. They won't home. They won't home, yeah. But before, <laughs> I, before I went to prison, you know, I had all the riches of the world. I had the uh, Mercedes Benz, I ordered four hundred and thirty-seven thousand yeah, uh, dollars. I, I had I a BMW. Mad at you then. Oh, she got another car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had a BMW truck. You know, I had whatever vehicle that anybody would want in the riches of the world. I had the home, the five acres of land. Everything was laid out as the dream that people de say they desire. But here I was feeling so empty in this big home with all these cars, this money, wondering what's wrong with me. And at that time, like I always said, I didn't know the law and didn't know the Lord. I was saying out loud to myself, you know, if it's a God, help me, help me. I'm tired. Right. I'm tired of this. I was so empty. It was like nothing. Everything was depleted. So I told God, help me. If it's really a God, help me. And right. as you know, three days later, I was indicted by the federal three government. Three days later, yeah. I thought that was so amazing because, like, it's that kind of that thing when people say, like, be careful what you ask for, you just might get it. Absolutely. But that was on a good note, you know, because, I mean, of course going to prison won't good, but. But we didn't yeah. see it as good right. because we both was experiencing it because right. you had to, you know, get my kids. You had to try to raise them. You trying to figure out how to help me. I mean, mm -hmm. this was a whole new world, and it changed just like overnight and then i end up getting locked up that's a, that's a whole nother story we'll talk about that later yeah <laughs> but i end up getting locked up and it was just kind of chaos it's chaotic um but yeah man just, and, it, this, and this was not what we as kids us fighting and, <laughs> right. and, and, and doing all the things we do as brother and sister this was not what we expected but right. it was like it was like a turn of events that we couldn't control like yeah. we got out of control Cause like I said, we was young, we was hungry, you know, we needed money and, you know, we just resorted to things that it, it wasn't, we was out for the cars, the clothes and all this stuff. It was just, we was out to just uh, a way of life, just trying to figure it out. Um, just my, yeah. my, let me say this to you, Jim. Uh, <laughs> Go for it. Um, so one of the things I want to let everybody know for is being in prison and when you out there you know, doing your thing or hustling or whatever. When you get behind those walls and you see the effects of people on drugs and the things that you may not have directly caused that effect to them, right. but you was part of this on somebody. Right. It is so disturbing to your soul. 
when I yeah. saw this, I was so hurt because <laughs> this is not what I realized I was doing to my community. You know, I'm thinking, okay, this is just something people want. This is what they do, but I don't do it, but this is what they do. But uh, no, that's a lie. Yep. You know, you you messing up families. you messing up communities. And yep. so that's why I, I reach out to communities now and go to the jails telling people about these effects and how we need to restore our communities and get right. our communities back because this uh, doing these type things does not produce the goodness of God nowhere and it doesn't produce anything good for you or, or the community or that family. So, you know, I really began to ask God to help me and to help me to help the ladies that was in there with me. Yeah, I went through that same phase because I was just, you know, I didn't want to help destroy a community that I wanted to help pick it up. Right. And when you're young and you're just doing stuff, you don't really realize that at the time, but as time goes by, you get a chance to see what's, what's going on, you know, because, you know, you know, you're looking at t the movies and you, you're doing all this stuff that, you know, that you thought was the right thing, but it really won't. I mean, you just, once you really realize, you're like, man, I got to change this up. You know, right. I got to, I want to help pick this community up, not help it fall, you know, so... It was a it was a rough time to just you know wake up. Everything yeah. has a cause and an effect. Right. So whatever you're doing in life, just know you're doing. You know it's a cause and effect. You know my husband always tell me, you know the best way not to have a problem is don't create one. That sticks in my mind wherever I go and whatever I do. So you know women out there, you love your husband. You know somebody trying to holler at you or whatever. Don't create that problem. Right. So you don't that way you don't have one. Right. And um he he's just been a big inspiration as well as helping me, you know, further myself along because he teaches me so much. Right, right. Definitely. And I I also read in the book, <laughs> totally off subject. Yeah. She was yeah. locked up with Martha Stewart. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> I was, I was that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was locked up with Martha Stewart, but at this time, I was trying to find myself. So, you know, back in the day, I probably would have been trying to befriend her. You know, I want her to be my friend. But at this time, I was finding Tressa and who Tressa was and my confidence level in Christ and in God and who he was. He was the most famous person that I wanted to see and know at this time. So I constantly continued my search for truth. Um, following him and trying to learn more about him. And actually, that's what paid off and got me out of that prison. Right. Right. Also, another part in the book, um, it's kind of touchy subject here um, about your childhood, you know, being molested and whatnot. I mean, like, you know, for the, for that for that kid that's out there that's going through, probably through that same situation, what what advice would you have for that for that kid? Well, I think the 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 best thing I could say to that kid, you know, is what you said to me one time. And when you said that to me, you know, at an older age, it I broke down crying. So right. it showed me that the healing process had not stopped. I mean, or I was still continuing this healing process because I thought I was over this, but when that happened and you told me I did nothing wrong. Right. I wanted to know what you meant. Right. And when you said it again, all I could do is cry. So I knew that little girl inside was now being healed because you don't understand the effects of a child molestation or the things, you know, if somebody does to you and it's something that sticks with you. And here mm -hmm. I am trying to get over this as an adult. But when you told me you did nothing wrong, did nothing I just wrong. broke yeah. down crying because I was a child and I didn't, do anything and for those that don't know we was on another podcast and 
that kind of question was brought to her and you know she, she was kind of stuck on it and in my mind i knew what i wanted to, t to tell her and let her say or what not i wanted to tell her and let her know and um so we got off the podcast and and we called each other and i was like and i told her that and it just it just really hit yeah. because um like i said as a child you didn't do nothing wrong i mean there was a grown man and it was you know he right. did all the wrong you right know? so and um you know you and do you just have to forgive that person because you don't know what that person went through. Right. I know when you saw this guy that did this to me when we was a grown, you really kind of like went on a rage and you really wanted to do something to this guy. Right. But life had already happened to him yeah. and we have to forgive him and pray for him because we don't know his mindset or what caused him to want to react like this towards me right. that we may not know he went through. Right. So, you know, forgiveness sets you free yeah that was definitely god that day because god kind of put a shield over my eyes that day and i when i left because it was like wait a minute that was him and when i thought about it i was i was so enraged that and i called you and it was like life done put it on him yeah life yeah. had already you know it done it to him so it's yeah. like you know and then you told me what you told me it was yeah. like okay well we got to keep it moving right um yeah so but you know the, the the thing we just want to stress to our listeners is forgiveness is for you it's right. not for the individual that the individual that hurt you it's for you because it sets you free i had to forgive a lot of people and myself for a lot of things that i did wrong especially out here messing up communities but the thing is that's what i learned that christ did he he, he died so that we could be free so we have to learn the concepts, the principles of God so that we can set ourselves free. Right. Man, good stuff. Um, so when you came home from prison, um, and so like, did you, did you write the book right when you came home or like? So I had been home and I was still developing myself because we constantly got to work on ourselves. You got to stop blaming people, pointing that finger at others. Right. People always want someone else to blame. But the only life you can control is your own. The only life you can change is your own. Until your life is changed, you can't really change somebody else's life. Right. So I was constantly still working on myself. And, you know, I went to school, uh, got my B.A. in psychology, almost um, close to finishing, finishing up my master's. But, you know, in between this time, you know, it wasn't about the degrees. Right. You know, and I was doing that to help me, but God wanted this book, and he wanted this book released. He wanted it written. So I dropped everything and started writing. And when I started writing, in two weeks, the book, book was oh, written. Oh, man. That was quick. But it was – it's so – for those that don't have this book, you it's a must-have. Read it, and, like, you will not put it down to you – until you finish reading it. Um, so what, what can you get? Tell everybody where you can get the book from. So um, you can go to my website, which is www.tressamichner.com. That's dot -E -E com. It's also on Amazon. It's on Bars & Noble. Um, so you can reach it at multiple outlets. Mm, cool. And I also will be speaking, so if you want to come see me live September 16th, I will be in Tarboro at the, at the um, Keenan um, Stadium. Uh, so 
you can come see me live. You can uh, continuously join our podcast. And if you got something where you're doing good, helping in the community, we would love to have you on our show. And I mean, like, when you when you come to these places, it's like you shit it down. I mean, like, <laughs> I've been in, I seen one time where when you went on, nobody didn't want to go after you. The story is so impactful. So I mean, it's a it's just, the story is amazing. The book is amazing. So I mean, just much success on it. Um, yeah, and I think the story is so amazing because of obedience. Right. And I did exactly what thus saith the Lord, and He wanted the book to be written, and that's why you see so many scriptures in the book along beside my 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 walk of life. Right. Right. Yeah. That lines up with the scripture. So I think that's why it's so impactful because it's undeniable truth. Right. All right. I like that part in the book when you said um, you wrote uh, you wrote Psalms twenty three down on the floor, and just and just kept saying it until you memorized it. And I noticed when you said now you you said I love when you say it too. By the yeah. way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love. It. Make sure you say Psalm twenty three. Yes. yes. But uh, every time you say it, it's just. It's so genuine and it's heartfelt. So um, definitely keep saying that. Um, and the whole message is very powerful. So, man, just keep it up, man. I mean, you inspire me. You inspire others. So let's just keep yeah. keep pushing forward on this. And it's about good leadership. You know, as being a leader of the community, we out in the community, you right. know, leading a positive life, a purposeful life. Uh, that's the type of environment and type of atmosphere we want to continue to create and we want to bring to you because we want to help change lives and change your life. And we also want you on our show to help change our lives because God got purposes and plans for everyone. Right. And when we're working together, that's when the good come out. Right, right. And everyone, we got we got merch, uh, the Brother and Sister Podcast merch. Yep. merch. Merchandise, yeah. Um, we got the revamp merchandise, revamp yes. novelties. yes. Uh, Pug Flavor TV, you know, we got we got a lot of things coming up. We got a lot of guests coming. Um, if you want to be on our, our podcast, you know, hit us up. Um, at bro brothers and sisters, um, www.brothersandsisters at gmail.com. Yeah, so we got a lot of good things coming. Um, and, amazing uh, journey. Um, and like I said, I said that wrong. It's brothers and sisters at gmail.com, not www. Brothers and sisters at gmail.com. Pug Flavor, Trust a Mentioner. We here. We thankful. We grateful. Thankful. Please like. Please subscribe. Uh, we're trying to make it grow. Yeah. Um, we're just yeah. living life right now. Because yeah. like I said, as, as kids, we went through a lot. And at first, we was blaming everybody until we, yeah. we learned that and we ain't playing the blame game. Right. Because we don't know what they went through. We right. don't know. You know, how can you expect somebody to t teach you something that if, don't know. if they didn't know? Right. You know, so it was like, you know, after a while, we was like, no, let's pick up the pieces and let's right. push forward. Right. But you know, basically the way we can leave it is they did the best that they could. Right. Right. And, and we're grateful for that. We're grateful and for we're that. grateful. Now we look at it. Some of the experiences we're grateful for because it made us who we are. <laughs> right. And I think that's why we're so close as brother and sister is because we had to bond together to make it through. Right. So we want we want to show you that love as our family, as our community as brother and sister and we want you guys to join us that's why we ask you to like subscribe you know and so we can connect right because we love the people like i said we learned a lot we live we learn 
and we stay there learning each day. We'll never stop learning. As long as we're here on earth, you'll never stop learning because there's a lot to learn each and every day. So like I said, if you want to be on the podcast, hit us up. And like I said, like, subscribe. We've got a lot of good things coming up. Brother and Sister Podcast, Pug Flavor, Trust of Michener. We love the people. I hope you all love us. Yes, and don't forget, September the 16th, I will be at Keenan Stadium. If you want to see me live, I will have books there as well. But you can see me live. I'll be on the panel. And I'll be there recording. Yes. And like I said, we're bringing all the cameras out. We'll be outside, ladies and gentlemen. So hit us up. Like I said, love y'all. Peace. Thank you.